0: shooting blank wrestling report presented by feed me more nutrition available on feedmemore.com. i am the big guy ryback joined by raj giri of wrestling inc wrestling raj how are you doing this week i'm doing good how about yourself doing doing well staying uh calm <laughs> As uh we, we are we are nevada we are taking our sweet sweet time making sure we get every vote counted right and yeah. uh, I'm on break actually right now uh, to do this show. I've been I've been participating as well. I saw that. So, yeah, <laughs> with my supervisor Phil looking over, uh, <laughs> he keeps telling me I'm, I'm I'm dumb as fuck. I don't know what. To, it puts a lot of pressure on me. So yeah, I've been that's, taking that's my time, slowing it down. <laughs> Very, he's 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 belittling everybody, not just me. So <laughs> rude human being. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a crazy week, obviously. Uh, we, we noted last week that there was a good chance the official winner of the presidential election wouldn't be announced by this point next, you know, this week. And so far, it hasn't been announced. But uh, other than that, in the wrestling world, kind of a, a slower week. We got full gear uh, s- this Saturday. But um, I, it, it seemed like because the... WWE and AEW knew that the ratings were going to be down. They didn't try anything too, too crazy. I guess.
0: Yeah, I caught uh, part of AEW. Man, I really liked too that the uh, Eddie Kingston uh, Moxley promo. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought that had a uh, good, just good intensity all the way around, believability. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, because you know, for a lot of people, I have no clue what the backstory is. If there is a backstory, that could be completely made up for all. But it, it came off very genuine, which is that's the magic of pro wrestling. So Eddie Kingston's a, a really good speaker. He's, yeah, and I mean, if he gets in, the, like he's the role he's in right now. He's getting some confidence too. He's, uh, yeah, man. But Moxley, I'm really. I was just thinking about this with the whole aew championship you know Jericho had it for a good amount of time and now now moxley and it's it's really really you're not seeing a ton of title switches right. uh which I think is really key for them not to do right now with a new company and building everything is getting built up under that and they're trying to so I think you got to be really careful on who uh you let have that championship and how often until that the undercard essentially everything else under it is is really filled in. And uh, so i I would I would guess Moxley's gonna retain if I if I was a betting man on on fake fighting, but it was uh I do think he's gonna he's gonna hold on to it for for a bit more
1: i it, it does seem like the right move. They haven't beaten Moxley yet. I feel like Eddie Kingston's been outstanding with his promo work, but they haven't necessarily got him to that level yet in in my opinion too, to jab a world title reign but he's so good on the mic he, he, to what you said when he talks, you believe it. Like it, it. Yeah. you, uh, you
0: get drawn in
1: and uh, that, that's kind of hard, hard thing to do in today's wrestling.
0: Not everyone is, is capable of that. So, right. uh, and he doesn't need to win this. This is he, he's in the process. He's already been elevated by just being in, you're taking a guy that was nowhere, you know, how just long ago was it that he was being brought in to, to do the match with Cody. Right. Right. Well, he that was, just was in the NWA earlier this year. Yeah. And I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't figured in, like and now, I mean, the guy's main eventing their the full gear pay per view, so that's that's a win in itself, right there. And then he's his role in this, and, I, and who knows? They they could throw us all a curveball. My my business sense tells me it, this: it's Moxley's holding on to that thing for a bit. So when he loses it, it's to another guy that that can hold that. You know what I mean? Right. Where that that are main event where they're they're more cemented in that, not being built up still. So right. to speak, just because everything, because then you, in everything, it just kind of, I like the way they're doing it. I really do. And right. uh, a lot of really, really good things are starting to develop with them as I thought it would over time. So,
1: yeah. Um. So I know for like the last 15 years, I think people have been spe- speculating about the Undertaker's future. Is he retiring? Mm-hmm. WWE officially announced today. Uh, they had announced before that the Survivor Series was going to celebrate the Undertaker's career. Now they announced that Taker will make his final farewell at the pay-per-view, wrapping up his legendary career. I don't know if that means another match. They just said, um, I'm guessing it's just an appearance. After that, he's going to speak with Stone Cold Steve Austin on Broken Skull Sessions. I believe this is uh, the final part of the 30 days of the Deadman Celebration programming that kicked off last month. And uh, so they're doing a bunch of stuff for Undertaker. So this looks like the real deal. His career is finally over and they're...
0: They're giving a big, a big send off. Yeah. This could be, uh, just a marketing ploy, though, again, to keep things, you know, people interested during all this. And, you know, come WrestleMania, he could be, he could be back. You know, that, that nothing would surprise me. Wrestling wise, I'd have to think his days are over. Or, I mean, I don't know how much longer we're going to, um, continue to speculate uh, on how many more matches he's going to have. But, he uh I think it's a good marketing tactic that they're doing with this, regardless. And if it is his last thing, it is, but I, I I still think once they have full crowds back that he gets a proper, proper send off. But even that we've seen in wrestling. Guys keep showing up and making appearances and right. It's you know, Vince anytime they he's 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 gonna Vince will melt that for till the day Vince is gone. Like that's gonna, you know, Vince is a hundred in Gorilla and and you know. 20 something years from now and, and, you know, take her, he can get, take her out in a wheelchair one last time. He will like, that's, that's just how he is with it. That was his creation with it. And he's just, he wants to probably just get everything he can. Cause I mean, just you go back to when he left the outfit, the 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 gloves and the hat and stuff in the ring. And how many of these have we seen now? Then after WrestleMania, that's it. Now it's like, it's just, it's it's good business. though to do that. I'm just more transparent where I'm like, okay, we, let's just be, let's not market it as the last thing if it's not. But who knows?
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin. We'll be talking to Taker afterwards. Uh, Lillian Garcia revealed that the Last Dance producers are working on a new documentary for for Stone Cold. Now, A&E, they've been working on some documentaries, but um, Lillian Garcia is saying that this is uh, the Last Dance producers and not A&E, so that's a that's a pretty big deal. Last Dance was a huge hit uh for ESPN. Uh, it, it chronicled uh the 1998 uh, uh NBA finals and and the career of Michael Jordan more or less. So uh
0: it could be great. I would have uh, expect nothing less than great with that and uh with his story and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been told and uh I, man, I, I think that's going to do huge numbers. He's arguably, I mean, to me, in wrestling, what he did, I, I don't think anyone's been higher than Stone Cold Steve Austin in the wrestling industry at his peak. Now you could say, well, Cena had the longer career. Cena had that longer, but that Cena wasn't, like they said, Cena was never that over with, like compared to Rock and Austin because they, those guys were allowed to get over. And John was, don't get me wrong, John was extremely over. But I'm saying it was just different The uh, because they were it was Vince needed them to get as over as possible to survive. Whereas John was more just figured into that that number one role, kind of like what Roman is now, a guy that sells merchandise, sells tickets and, and kind of it's at a certain level. Um, and not to say that John couldn't have been even higher if, the, if they would allow other people, you know, to do their thing. But. That period with Austin, man. I like, and you hear some of the numbers. I don't think it's it's never been matched by Hogan. Rock never did. You know, right. and him and Rock were, I think, always neck and neck with things. But Austin was just always the guy. It just seemed like, yeah. And it's going to be an incredible story to hear. You know, I would love to. I I can't imagine if Stone Cold Steve Austin. It man, if imagine him in today's wrestling, it would really, really. That's something I always think about, like, booking wise, like, because if they didn't need him, like, it wasn't because it's not, you know, him and the rock, how it would, you know, it just how they would be figured in that that era was so special with those guys. And they came in at the right period, man. And uh, I just, I think that I think it's going to do enormous numbers.
1: Yeah. It's hard to imagine how many, how many wrestlers have brought in as many new fans as Steve Austin, probably Hulk Hogan after him, but you know there's as far as really bringing in a ton of fans i think the one thing that complicates john cena's legacy is that business was constantly kind of going
0: down it it never spiked up when he was on top yeah well they didn't allow john so john could have been far better than what john i i don't think john did what was best for business Right. And you're not going to know if, you know, they would have told me, look, we're going to put you in this role like that. You're going to sell merchandise. You're going to read our lines. You're going to do it. it. It's not enjoyable, but you're going to that way you get you are making made probably more money overall than everybody over a period of time because how long he was able to do that, which is a testament to him. But, you know, if John would have had to have been forced to create creatively challenge himself because other guys rather than the company stifling the other guys pushes. To keep John in that spot, you know, if you let that natural comp- competitive environment really brew like it did in the past, I think John would have risen to the occasion on on, on different periods, and we would have seen we would have seen a heel John Cena. We would have seen different things that would have made wrestling far better. That Vince, they just from a business standpoint, it didn't fit in with what they they wanted to do, and that's not John's fault on any of that. That none of that in, in you know, it's just that's what it that's what the business model is or was you know
1: right um a lot of aew news and notes heading into full gear uh one it was revealed that wwe canceled uh canceled securing the trademark for the name cody rhodes so cody rhodes now owns it uh he said on a media call uh that wrestling inc was on that he doesn't have any plans on using it in the ring um but he now owns the name wwe no longer uh is going for it apparently what it seems like is it was a deal where WWE let him have the name, but they won't, but Cody won't be trying to uh, trademark any old WCW pay per view names.
0: That's an interesting trade off there. Um, I'm glad he got the name. He never, with everything um, and how that works, you know, from a con- contract standpoint, contractually, if they sent him over documents with that, to, the, obviously they did something. Mm-hmm. But um, if he doesn't have any intention of using, I don't know. I know Jericho re- referenced it, called him Cody Rhodes, I think on AEW there, uh, on Dynamite on Wednesday. I don't, I mean, he, it always should have been his. It, it, it's a petty thing they do, you know. So very happy for him, and they got that out of the way. And they In all fairness, they don't need the WCW pay-per-view names. Right. It, it, there's more that it's, but it's nice to sometimes throw some of those in, which I'm sure they have a handful of them already with that, but uh yeah, it makes sense if that was whatever. WWE wasn't gonna use it. That's why I'm dealing with that now with Ryback. We just got ready. We just I just submitted um the discovery questions um with my attorney. Like they're gonna get hammered. They're gonna I wouldn't be shocked if they drop mine eventually. They like even the I I would be shocked, I shouldn't say that. Like, but they're they're gonna look really bad in all this because they're it shows how petty they're doing on what they're trying to do with me, which was the same thing with Cody. they're not they're not marketing or making things with Cody. They haven't put me in anything since I left. No merchandise, no video games, and they only refiled for the name when I was about to get it because I had filed for it. And they, and it, the, the timing of all that looks really bad on their part. So they're going to have a really, really tough time showing why do they need this trademark. And then they also filed for it for like entertainment and computer, like technology stuff that I'm using it in, which they've never ever used it, and which is again comes off very petty and they're not going to be able to prove that that I'm not the trademark because I am the trademark and they, it's never been referenced as anything other than me because I created it before I was there and so they're going to they're really going to get their ass kicked in this my attorney is brilliant with all of it but like with the Cody thing you know for whatever reason they don't they want the WCW pay-per-view names I don't understand how that's valuable to them either with it. I mean, they they did they have been using it for
1: NXT now, like yeah. they Halloween Havoc and and that did a big rating, um, that did, but, yep. yeah, and, and also uh, War Games and and a few of those pay
0: per views, but yeah, yeah, that, that's about it. Yeah, but I mean, they have those already, though. I'm saying, right? Like they already own those. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean,
1: uh, Cody was going for some more obscure ones like Bunkhouse Brawl, and, yeah. you know, like some of those. But uh, he, he got bash at the beach. And if you remember last year, AEW
0: did a, a bash at the beach special. Or actually, it was this past year. Yeah. It was like a, a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. The, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, it, I, I guess I get it and stuff from that. And, uh, and Triple H has a history of WCW, obviously, of being there. And, yeah, it's uh, I'm happy, though, regardless. And, you know, if, whether he uses it or not, we'll have to see. If he says he's not, I would imagine – all their marketing stuff action figures everything that they've done promotional stuff has been cody they haven't needed it so it might not be something that, that happens for for some time if he if he if he does choose to incorporate eventually
1: right uh also it was revealed that matt jackson has been dealing with an injury uh he's currently dealing with a partial partially torn mcl and a thinning of the acl uh, which is also considered a slight tear Apparently he suffered this injury back in July uh, during that falls count anywhere match with the, uh, the butcher and the blade. And he's been just trying to rehab it and uh, get it back to being good. But he did say that uh, he's been medically cleared by his doctor to, to wrestle this Saturday and uh, he's hoping to avoid, avoid surgery.
0: Yeah. Partial tears can be tricky uh, with that knee stuff like that. It's, With his style too, you know, I'm sure that he's smart enough to be able to work and not do anything where he's necessarily coming down on it, landing, you know, putting more uh, pressure, jumping from the top rope to landing on the outside on his feet or anything. May uh, so, and then obviously there's stuff they could do to to tape that up heavily, to bandage it, and and to wear a knee brace and give it some some extra protection to get through the match. The I'm hoping, man, and I've talked because Austin Aries. And I know he's met with, I know them in, with DDP before, and, and I don't know if he's talked to Cody necessarily about it. Uh, I'm really hoping and with AEW that they implement the stem cell technology with BioAccelerator. I know bio wants to have some sort of relationship
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they're trying uh, where it would be the complete opposite of WWE of of actually you get a program in place. To where when guys get beat up, you shoot them down there to Columbia for a few days, let them get the treatment, let them get everything, give them a month off, and they can come back like nothing ever happened. Whereas in WWE's business model is, well, let's just inject drugs into them and keep them going. And then your body just deteriorates and then falls apart eventually, and we don't care about you. It's two different, which a lot more sports are going the the route of trying to empower the athletes to keep them healthy long term. Because one, it's going to make them more money if you're if you're if you are recovering and you give you have time to recover and then go back and compete, you can compete at a higher level rather than you're just constantly getting worn down more and more and more and more and more and more, and more which we've always seen like with that Vince schedule. So hopefully, and I don't know, you know, if he's performing, this is a huge match for them. Uh, all we could hope is that it, it's something that he is able to kind of bounce back from eventually. But if they're winning the titles too, you know, and who knows what, what, what booking wise, what's going to happen with that, you know, they're going to be performing every week or, you know, ideally with those knee things like that, you would like, you like got to rest. It's right. But only he knows how severe that is. And I'm sure I, you know, he's competed for quite a long time, so I'm sure he knows his body pretty well. And, uh, and he feels this is important to go for it. So that's his choice. Yeah.
1: Uh, Tony Khan, he said that uh, they're planning to have their biggest crowd since the pandemic uh, with a thousand fans there. So that means that Daily's Place will be running at 20 percent capacity. Um, and he also said the show is sold out. The show wasn't an immediate sell sellout. I mean, they've been doing the same arena for you know weeks and weeks and weeks. Yep. Um, but yeah, he said they it's going to be sold out and it's going to be their
0: biggest crowd yet. I'm excited and uh, I'll I'll definitely uh, be watching this tomorrow and uh, you know, a thousand people it's, it's, it's not the most amount, but with COVID it's, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But in those big arenas though, it definitely is like, you won't even be able to, like, I can never tell when I see the AEW, how, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people in there, but it is better than nothing. And I'm sure for the performers, for the wrestlers, that it means the world to have some fans in there over like all those guys both sides all the companies that have wrestled with no fans right I I can't even imagine I just go back and remember that first week and like Stone Cold came out on Raw too and like it was weird how I was like what is going on
1: yeah is
0: this like and that now like to look at where we're at at least that we do have people in there so yeah. It's, and I, both companies,
1: their shows look a lot better. WWE with the Thunderdome and the piped in crowd noise and AEW from where they were at first when the pandemic hit.
0: Absolutely. Nothing but progress has been made on it. And, you know, like I said, even if you're wrestling and just wrestling in front of and I've talked to the guys, some of the, the, the men and women there where they even said, like, just wrestling in front of the other wrestlers was, you know, a huge difference from not having anybody out there. It was really tough. And, uh, you know, WWE has done a good job with the Thunderdome. They've invested a ton of money into that. And, uh, which by the way, why don't think we talk? this is a good time. I'm on the band list, supposedly on the Thunderdome. Oh, did, you, right. did, you, did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. You like the
1: bucks and AEW and I think CM Punk. Good buddy,
0: Phil, Cody, uh, <laughs> Chris Benoit, there's somebody. If I was a wrestling fan and now, or somebody that that likes to rib, and and I would try to get all those in on the Thunderdome at one time. All the all the lift, we all show up. <laughs> just everybody, me, Benoit, Cody, AEW, the Impact sign, Hitler, whoever the hell was on this thing that like, we just are all banned from. But I knew though when, uh, this all happened. That John, uh, don't want to reveal too much. These somebody called me and uh, we were laughing uh, about it. And he goes, Did you, he goes, Did you, you eating chips? Uh, he goes, he goes they, they caught it in the truck before Kevin Dunn and, and he, we were cracking up laughing. I go, it's not me, man. I go, That's, I go, That's an ASMR video I did on Ryback TV. I go, I think it turned into a meme. And it did turn into a meme. They have it, like, on the – and I, you know, I think people are using it to, like, crash Zoom meetings. And I said somebody now is, is doing it on the Thunderdome. And they've tried they, – they said they've caught it several times. So yeah. I'm not shocked that it's on the ban list. But it's just me eating – it's always me eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know, a being a good fan. Like, I'm just <laughs> observing, watching it. It actually would be – would probably, you know, would it hurt? But right.
1: I get it. <laughs> So here is what they've got banned. Here's the whole list. AEW, Impact, New Japan, uh, the mentions and the logos. Enzo Amore, Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, Marty Skrull, The Young Bucks, Chris Chris Benoit, uh, yourself, um, CM Punk, Jim Cornette, Alberto El Patron, Ashley Mizaros, Superstar Billy Graham, Vicky Guerrero, and the flags of Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Tibet.
0: This is so crazy. And by the way, out of all of this, the fact Vicky Guerrero <laughs> like, yeah, that is man. It just, I don't get them at all. And I, it's, I don't, it, it's weird. weird. Specifically
1: Vicky as opposed to uh, like Jake Roberts or someone like that. I don't,
0: yeah. I just don't know what, what the, what a weird thing. Cause and she talked about it before they won't let you know, and I know that I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to have WWE people on my podcast. Yeah. Not they're not going to, there's not, they're not going to approve that. There's no way like with everything that I've spoken up about from day one on telling the truth about that organization, it's not happening and stuff. Right. And, but like Vicky was always never went that route on things. And she always had a, you know, she talked about it on my show with her and Vince was like kind of like a father figure to her, which I don't, I don't believe any of that for a second When it. I hate hearing that when I hear that it's just, but it's not my place to thats her experience and, and what it was um, because I've just seen how he is. He's not, it, he uses people, but you've set a clear example right there. If She had this relationship that she would describe as having like a father figure. And then they, they, they banner and do all this. It's not very fatherly and it's just, and she didn't do anything to them. They weren't using her. She hasn't been booked by them in forever. She got signed by a promotion to go make a living. Like, Holy hell, what are we doing? But doesn't shock me from the company suppressing my social media and trying to pre- prevent me from making a living outside of there. So it doesn't shock me one bit because that's Surprising. how they
1: operate. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of surprised Taz isn't on that list because he, you know, takes shots at WWE. Oh, I love it. He's that. taking them on air. He, he just took one uh, this past week on AEW Dark. There was this wrestler named Ryzen uh, facing Frankie Kazarian and uh, – Taz said, "You know what? His first name should be Tara. Nah, that would never get over. That'd be the, the, the S word. Um, so that you know that's a that's a shot at Triple H's old name terrorizing in WCW. So a a little shot there. But you know, Taz openly takes shots at WWE, and he's
0: not on the he's not on the list. Yeah, and maybe they just forgot. But it's uh, Taz. Everything he does is just he does it. It gets a reaction, and it's it's all." I love it. That's what you should do. And it, it's, you need to, that makes everything more interesting and more fun, but I'm sure. And I've seen him on like with social media and that, that the negative portion of the people that just go from, I literally have seen it where they just go from people to people, to people, just, just trying to, to shit talk and, and complain. And he does things just to rile them up, which Jericho does, which I'm a huge fan of. Cause it, it's, you just do it and go about your day. And these people are just, just, you know, losing constantly. So it's, he's, he's a smart man. I like it. Every little, in his whole, I don't know what his relationship with them is, but it's, yeah. uh you know, he, he, he seems like he's at home here in AEW. Yeah.
1: uh This past uh, Wednesday's episode of Dynamite featured a promo for Pac, who's been yeah. uh, missing from television since the pandemic started. He lives in the UK. He had moved to the UK You know, he's from the UK, but he, he lived in the States after he left WWE, he moved back to the UK. Apparently they are planning for him to return to storyline soon. Uh, it's not known what is planned, but the issue right now with, with Pac has been, um, not so much that he can't travel, but more that he would have to go through two weeks of quarantine every time he goes back home after working AEW tapings. So, uh, on the promo on Dynamite, he said he's gotten bigger, faster, and more obsessed with while stuck in isolation for the past seven months. And yes, uh, <clears throat> he should be back on TV. And apparently, they're going to work something out where maybe he works for a few weeks and then goes back and for a month or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I saw the, the the vignette and with that, and I liked it. I thought, and with him sitting on the couch and all the other personalities kind of around him, and like, you know, he's in a they're in a tough spot here. Um because I mean I like him a lot and I care like, I think he there's a lot he, a lot of untapped potential with him still personality wise, which th- th- I think they could really that th- eventually will come as he's back on TV because I, I, he's one of my favorite um high flyers and the reason he is is because he's very intense in his entering work. Um, he's very believable, not just because he's in shape, but his actual physicality. He knows how to actually do the small things really well. He knows how to punch and kick and just lay things in, uh, in a safe working way. Uh, where even though he's smaller in stature, I never watch his matches, it like much like I did, even though he's smaller than guys like Benoit and Eddie, and, and like mainly Benoit. But he gives me that vibe, like, he's he's like a, a, a he's explosive, he, he just. I don't. I don't necessarily. And I've wrestled him in our matches, and we've had we had great matches. He doesn't. Um, you don't think you're working like a smaller guy on that, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a testament to him. I hope they. You know, I don't know what the situation is where. And I get it wanting to be home, so I'll never never fault a guy for that. But in this situation, like they don't know. It's Like, well, is there an opportunity for him to come live here for six months? But how long is this going to go on for? necessarily, and what does he have going on at home? Maybe he needs to be home. Uh, so it puts him in quite a predicament here uh, with all of this. Uh, You know, And it, is it one of those things, let's just show vignettes uh, occasionally just to keep him the character in people's minds, and then eventually out of nowhere, once everything normalizes, he returns out of nowhere. Now he's back and get going because, you know, I think – did the U.K. I think just shut back down, aren't they, or, or restrictions again with COVID –
1: um, I'm forgetting exactly where they're at right now. I think you can travel back and forth, but you were supposed okay. to, if you go into the UK, you have to quarantine. And I, I yeah. believe that's this case for some States in the U S as well.
0: So, I mean, I mean, that's, that's a real pain in the ass with that. We're traveling and, and who knows if, if where we're going to go, everyone's kind of waiting to see with all this, with the election stuff too. But mm-hmm. I was happy to see it, man. I like, I've always been a fan of his always. And I like him a lot and i think that they're missing him on that roster but when he comes back it, i think he will he will pick up right where he left off and and hopefully they could build some good i like the isolation thing right now i think that's really they could do some cool things with that
1: yeah he's really good cuz once he turned heel, he he doesn't act like a babyface on social media or be himself on social media. He he encompasses his character. So yep. uh, when he does interviews and everything, he 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 would be that guy, and 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 that's missing a lot in wrestling today. So it was,
0: it's it's kind of cool. You know, Absolutely, him back. No, I, I love it, and it, which is crazy because I remember when I did that in WWE, I actually was labeled by Dave Meltzer as being like crazy. Or in like uh, when I was doing the the uh, bully and then the the loose cannon stuff where I was actually responding in character on social media and I remember they actually took that and made real. Um, I remember that was a thing, right? But there was a heat on Ry, major heat on Ryback. Cause he's he's uh, he's lost his mind. Legit putting that out. I'm just thinking like, wait, what are we? you fucking mark like what are you like but that's what he does but I'm all for guys doing that but it's it's dangerous in this day and age with wrestling with guys like Meltzer that that are marks for the business like that that can't distinguish reality from 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 non-reality but just yeah yeah, going off on a rant sorry
1: (laughs) no no worries uh so we also had uh we got the ratings uh unless I'm forgetting something but I think that was most of the news items with the ratings um SmackDown, they were on FS1 the week before, did only 881,000 viewers, which is kind of what they did last year the same week they were on FS1 do the World Series. This week they were back on uh, Fox and their number was back way up. Uh, they did 2.286 million viewers oh. with a 0.7 rating in the demo. That was their best number since April and their best number in the demo
0: since March. So uh, they did a really good rating this past week. Very promising. That's good to bounce back after the, the FS one, which that was, that was what it was, which right. I, I'm sure the nobody, nobody on, on their end was shocked about that. So, you know, again, I want to just see when, when the crowds are back, you know, what where are we going to go back to hopefully wrestling can continue. I'm like, I, I want, I want wrestling to, to thrive and to, to keep getting bigger and, you know that's why I'm really, really pulling for everything AEW is doing because I think they're going to force WWE to play a better hand than they would without them yeah. here with all of this. So, um, but you know, I, a lot of the talents on the WWE roster, the, the men and women, you know, they're such good people. They work so hard, and uh, everyone deserves to, to have an opportunity to have success. And pro wrestling is far better with people watching. It's and that you can't have pro wrestling without it. Yeah. So I mean, you can. You can it's just not the it's not what i grew up loving about it and i know a lot of the people that do it it, it's a lot better with that energy and adrenaline and the just a live live crowd there so but from for everything going on now promising signs you know i don't think they're gonna i don't think the ratings go back to anywhere near what they were with a crowd yet until we get back to that point to see but the thunderdome has definitely held them over that was you know, you got to tip your cap to them when they do do something. They that was a that was a a very good call on their end to to implement that and to get that worked out to buy them some time with that yeah. with, the, with the uncertainty. And as much as I don't like Vince on a lot of different things, he is a good businessman. Still, there's no no denying that. In recognizing, you know, now we can question all day long on firing people and from how he treats the talent and all these different things and how he pays them and. But from recognizing trends and seeing what's going on uh, in the world, you know, he, they've been, I think, more profitable during this period or they've, they've done even better. They've not, they've not done nearly as bad as what this could have been. So um, they definitely, you got to tip your cap on that. And from shifting uh, with the environment, what's going on, the Thunderdome, it, it definitely has paid off for them.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they were losing ground fast with the shows from the Performance Center. So it's been uh, it's it's been a huge uh, turnaround as far as uh, their ratings go. Raw, on the other hand, Raw was down uh, this past week. They had strong competition from the NFL. Uh, they did one point six, five, six million viewers down four percent from last week when they did one point seven, three, two. Uh, the big thing was the third hour collapsed. They did one point seven, seven million viewers in hour one. 1.75 in hour two, and only 1.46 in the third hour. Now the third hour, well, I mean, all the hours were up against the NFL, but it was a close game, so yep. you could see a lot of people uh, tuning into the NFL in that third hour, and uh, and also uh, they, you know, like like every show right now, they had tough competition from the news networks uh, during this, which were during which was the the night before the election.
0: Yeah which has been dominating the news and they're milking this thing, that whole thing, who knows when, how long this is every day. I'm like, we're going to, are we going to get an answer here? And then it, it I feel like it's going to be drawn out even more past. We're probably going to in the next week, we're going to be like, well, what's really going on the um, Raws, man. It, it's who would have thought out of, all the wrestling. like that would be the one that's the flagship show, the, the a show all these years. That was the show. That was I always wanted to be on Raw. Raw was always superior to SmackDown. Don't get me wrong, SmackDown was fun. SmackDown was more fun from uh, being a little bit more laid back, pressure-wise, uh, in the back backstage. But like crowd-wise, it was it was live a lot of summer. Was SmackDown taped? I can't remember if it was live when I was there. I, I think it was taped.
1: That's when they would tape it on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then, so it was the, it was just more laid back, but the raw, man, it was always, it was just always the, it was the more, it was more fun though. Cause it was the, being live like that. But yeah. I don't know town from a talent standpoint, what what's happened on there and with all of, it's just, it's for whatever reason it has not been as good. And, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that there haven't been good things on there. It's just, it seems a little bit, like we said, repetitive with the matches and, and, there's certain things, you know, even like a guy like Otis, who I think is so talented, he's really hurt by not having a crowd there because he was a guy that was got that was getting over organically, and then they did some stuff with, and now it's all kind of like without that crowd, it's not the same, and that's for a lot of the people, you know, when you when you don't have that crowd environment, but for whatever reason, you know, SmackDown's on the bigger network now, so but but Raw. A lot of new guys, too, on the show. You know, even, like, the Hurt Business, that's a new faction with guys and the guys that weren't, MVP wasn't even there. Yeah, Bobby was going back. Bobby's been figured in since he's been there, but it's been hot and cold at, at different points for him, even though he's he's been protected still, ultimately. Um, Shelton wasn't even figured in, really, with that before. Now that's one of their main stables on Raw, and which, you know, all the guys that are, they're, competing against all new retribution, new guys that never got over because they never had guys to get over with. They debuted in no crowd. You know, the Angel Garza and, and everybody else. And then there's NXT guys they've cycled in and out. What happened to the other guys? He's not even on there anymore. Um, the white guy. He was wrestling uh, with Angel Garza and them. Uh, oh, Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin Theory. He's not there anymore, right? He's on NXT now. He's yeah. He's back to NXT, yeah but like just weird like guys that they were like putting on tv during this it was just there's i don't know man it's just yeah the, the, the raw being the live so raw here's in my theory on it is is raw being that it was the live show the energy that was always what people tuned in for was that energy that energy got taken away and there's been nothing to, to hold it up so yeah
1: um on the ratings front also with AEW dynamite and NXT uh now, this was, they were up against the fallout from the US election. As we've stated, it still hasn't been decided. Uh, but uh, NXT, they did 610,000 viewers, down a lot from last week, but last week was their best rating of the year because of the Halloween Havoc show. Uh, otherwise, it's not far off from the area, you know, the neighborhood that they do. And then AEW as well, 717,000 viewers. It wasn't their lowest number of the year. And in the uh, 18 to 49 demo, AEW did a 0.30, which is in the neighborhood of what they normally do. It wasn't that much lower. Uh, while NXT did a 0.14, uh, they were way down in that demo, but uh, it was, let's see, it, it's still kind of in the neighborhood of what NXT normally does. So not a big drop. So it seems like both shows have their core audience and regardless of what's going yeah. on, they're tuning in.
0: Yeah, definitely have been, I mean, th- those two, I feel like the, There's a lot of untapped potential. I think there's room for both shows to still to go up with the, with the wrestling fan base, which I think is going to happen. And, you know, I'm in particular, I'm really hoping for AEW. Uh, But I feel like if AEW is climbing, I feel like NXT will climb to some degree too. There's cause it it seems like they kind of always stay within that striking distance in a, in a, whatever it is. So I am curious to see, you know, NXT did a great job doing the Halloween havoc and getting a big boost for that week. That, that, that was what that was for they executed it now the you know for the from their standpoint it's well what can we do they they clearly are capable of beating aew on any given week they, they they they've done it they just haven't been able to do it consistently so now for them they have to figure that out you know you can't it's like you know having a business you can't run a big sale every week right it, you don't want to you don't want to go that route so they don't so they have to find a way when they're not doing these these special events what can they do to engage the audience and for me it's it's storylines getting people to to get invested in the storylines to where they have to tune in the following week that's always been the the magic formula for for good pro wrestling so right yeah because they got the in-ring stuff if you just you got it you fill it in around it and let that that pay off there and and don't overuse guys and and now too aew is going to keep doing their things aew has storylines they're doing and things in place and I'm, um, yeah, it makes you, like, I, I, I look forward to, like, AEW has me invested in, you know, one, yeah, wrestling-wise, i want to perform again, but just from watching it, I'm like, yeah. I want to tune in and see what's going on this week to see, you know, I want to tune in and I want to see what happens with the Eddie Kingston and, and Moxley stuff. You know, I want to see what's going on with MJF and Wardlow. I think Wardlow's eventually going to gonna have a good singles run. You know, the MJF inner circle, I want to see what what's going on with that. So, which I think they're doing a decent job. Good job at. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, that about does it for the news. We could take a couple of questions here and, uh, and let's comments do it in the, in the chat. Um Melby guy was a big fan of the house of horror match. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but he says the house of horror match was amazing. I did not, uh, did not see the
0: house of horror match. Was that on NXT then? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I don't watch NXT. So <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> not, I just thought, uh who was it? Was that the Rhea Ripley and
1: in... no, that was a uh, uh, Cameron Grimes and, um, and uh, Dexter Loomis. Oh, okay. And it was shot horror movie style. Uh, so it's one of those I, people, people that loved it or hated it, but
0: really, well, maybe I'll check it out then. Just, to... yeah, it's probably on YouTube. It's I would different. imagine. Right? Okay. Yeah.
1: It, I wasn't a big fan, but a lot of people were. Uh, Ashish, uh, in them says there is no excitement, fun, or joy and emotions in WWE right now.
0: Yeah. That's just mostly because there's no audience. It's really tough to have that without an audience. Yeah. I feel like it's everyone's doing, it's not the talent's fault. That's for sure. It's, I mean, there's only so much you can do with no crowd pro wrestling. That's always been the magic of, of, of pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, watching at home, we always, those reactions, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Remember the, that's always the one because right. when that glass would break and the people you would want to hear like, Oh, I can't wait to see how excited, like it's part of wrestling, man. It's right. missing right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A uh, futuristic gamer has a booking idea. He said, imagine if the undertaker returns to be the team captain for SmackDown.
0: You never know. Crazier things have happened. That could be the a way to use him and protect him for one final, uh, match for one more final time and, uh, until the next final time. But yeah, it's, I'm sure that may be, uh, maybe, uh, somewhat enticing to him, but at the same time, how he left at WrestleMania from a match, like character wise, it's, um, you know, that was a really good send-off. So.
1: All right. Uh, SSU is saying, why is Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns? I think he's misplaced in this family storyline. What do you guys think?
0: No, I think Paul's. This is. I think a lot of people are invested. I think it's, it's obviously the top storyline in the company right now, and Paul's always figured in into the top into the main event stuff usually. And uh, I think it. it, He's now whether he stays in that role the entire time. I like him because I think it helps. uh, Cement Roman uh, is being kind of a sellout a little bit with that, and uh, and it reminds people because Paul Paul's not a babyface paul is and he's not he'll never he never will be his 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 character is too defined and which is aligned with his real life personality it's very it is what it is and uh i think if they are ultimately working to roman and, and rock having paul figured into that really really it makes for some fun stuff if that is the the end goal
1: yeah and i think that about does it for this week uh Thanks as always for having me on. It's it's fun as fun as always. It's been a chaotic week. Yes. Likewise. And uh, Raj, anything to plug to wrap up this week? Yeah, just keep checking out wrestlinginc.com. We have some exclusive interviews with Rocky Romero, MJF. Uh, there were several. We have new ones every day. So keep checking out wrestlinginc.com.
0: Good deal. And feed me more nutrition, guys, available on feedmemore.com. New customers can save 20% with discount code new customer. Also, returning customers save 10% with discount code PODCAST10. Thank you guys very much for listening. You've just listened to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Feed me more.